Welcome to Finding Your Superpower Podcast. I am your host, Kenneth Atmore Porter, and I have a lovely guest with me, LaToya, today. I am super excited for you to hear all about LaToya and her superpowers. Uh, we met actually, uh, wait, we were supposed to be meeting. We connected with each other. Yes. We were supposed to be meeting. We didn't connect. I don't know. We're, like, we're busy Just women. Life, right. right. We are busy women. Yes. Um, and then the day we said, hey, we need to get together, the next day we seen each other at an event. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so when the timing is right, when God right. is like, okay, it's time, put it together, it all comes together. So I'm super excited to have her here today with us. Uh, if you hear outdoor noises, hey, we're outdoors, it's beautiful here, why not record outside? So forgive us if you hear anything that you don't want to hear, but it's nature, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, so Latoya, tell us a little bit about yourself. So this is so fun because I don't know. Okay, so I am a business owner. Yeah. I have been um, a business owner for the past 12 years. I've been full-time in my business for nine. Okay. I'm celebrating my baby's ninth birthday on this Sunday. And Yay. our kids' birthday is on the same day. They are. Yes. How, how awesome is She'll that? be 19. Wow. Mm -hmm. And he'll be nine. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> it's so funny though that we're talking about this because I remember being pregnant with my nine year my then baby when he's nine now mm -hmm. um and I remember God telling me like you need to make a decision mm -hmm. and I was scared out of my mind to go into my business full-time I'm okay. like I this is my third child and you want me to do what yeah and so I had to be obedient and so since his birth I've been full-time in my business so That's I've awesome. been full-time for nine years um I'm a, again a mom of three I'm a wife I'm a woman of God I'm a minister and I, I believe I just, I'm a people's person. I'm a, a person that helps develop other people. Yes. And she's the queen of her castle. I am. So now that you know this amazing young lady, we're going to have all her information for you to contact her um, at the, well, below. I like to say below instead of at the bottom, <laughs> but below. And then, um, yeah, reach out to her. She's super fabulous. Um, and because she is a coach of coaches, I would love to hear what her superpowers are. So um, what we do is we talk about three different types of superpowers. Okay. So the first superpower, what do you feel like is your God-given superpower? And that could be anything that you could do naturally that you weren't taught or trained. It just comes naturally to you. And as, so this is a new thing. Thanks to um, our last uh, guest, I'm writing down her, so if you see me writing, I'm writing down her gifts because she's going to get a t-shirt at the end of all her superpowers. So cool. So in my respective space, I'm a vision coach. Okay. Um, it's so funny when I first learned that I was a vision coach, of course, I had the slightest idea of what that was. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was doing. But as God began to unravel what that was, I saw my ability to help others gain clarity and confidence in what God has called them to. So he's, he's given me this ability to see in areas or see gaps in the vision, in the lives of other people so that they can unlock their superpowers, so that okay. they can unlock their unique and innate gifts and abilities and monetize it, turn okay. it into some sort of service or some sort of business so they can thrive. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. so anything else? So let's just think about like when you were a child or um, and something just came so natural to you. I think I've always been a natural encourager. Okay. You know, at my base value, I've always been able to see something from a different perspective. Okay. So if you told me something that may be negative or something that's hard for you, I've just always been able to look at 
look at it from a different point of view to help mm-hmm. you see it from a different point of view so that we can see that it's more for you than against you. Okay. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So when, who, like, at what age could you see that? You know what's funny? I talk about how, you know how when you're a kid, and mm-hmm. I used to get threes in citizenship all the time, right? And this is dating myself because they don't do citizenship anymore. <laughs> but I used to get threes in citizenship. I used to get in trouble for talking too much. I used to get in trouble for asking questions all the time. Mm-hmm. I did. My teachers. Um, and so as a child, these things were, you know, shared to be negative. They yeah. were negative things. I kept getting in trouble for it. And so this is what kind of really helped me see that this had been a part of me my entire life mm-hmm. but no one showed identified me, it as yeah yeah or identified it as something being good so mm-hmm. this started I mean childhood grade see, school let me tell you I would love so I did a, a, a teaching for some teachers and I talked about superpowers and I talked about how important it is for teachers to understand personality types yeah because um, they will understand that this personality type means this. And so they're not just trying to be irritating or hard-headed or anything. They are just curious. And so what yeah. that person needs is extra work or extra responsibility. So that, you know, they can get so many things lifted off of them if they were able to correctly identify personality types and then and then help them use their gifting, right? Yeah. So my sis, I was always a talker, but I was a talker. Um, but I love to help. My sister was a talk. I think the only one was my younger sister who wasn't. Um, but my older sister, like, it, she loved to help people, right? And at that time, I just, I just love people, like, being around people. I love to help people now. Oh, I mean, I did then, but she, I didn't, well, this is, look at this. I didn't think I could help people with their work because I thought I wasn't smart because of my dyslexia, mm. right? Mm. And so that's, I'm thinking, because I'm like, wait, I'm a helper. But it was that that stopped me from feeling like I could help them with their schoolwork, yeah. right? But if they asked me to like do anything that kept me busy, then they didn't have to worry about me talking, right? Because I'm always like the best student. I say that now. If you want, if I want to do something and do it well, I need accountability. Yeah. So whether I can find it in a friend or family member or pay for it, I need it, right? And it's worth it. Absolutely. So, um, but I love that, and so I wish that more teachers. I, would look into learning people's um, gifting. I I do that with my children because I can remember I was a student where I would do the announcements in the Mm -hmm. office. I would, you found me in the office. You found me with the teacher somewhere. So it was always, I was like, they would call me a teacher's pet, all types of stuff. I didn't care. But I see some of these same characteristics in my children. Okay. And so now instead of it being, you know, pay attention or stop doing this. Okay, let me see how I can help you develop this. Let me see how I can, because I saw how I wouldn't do a lot of things as an adult because as a child, they made me feel like it was a bad thing or you were getting, or you're out of line for being asking questions. What? Questioning an adult? (laughs) Yeah. Like that's not. That is not something (laughs) that you do. Especially in a a black family. Listen. You do what I say because I said it. And that was it. And that was it. And I find myself trying to never say because I said, I said so <laughs> oh my that that is there's no explanation there and I know how it made me feel as yeah. a child and then now being you know an adult and a parent and a wife because I said so does not help me grow no it does not so it does not and I think that some of the things that they felt was a respect thing 
Um, I'm so glad that we've gotten out of that or yeah. for the most part yeah. gotten away from that. Now, my parents were big at, because I said so, respect, a child should be talked to when, they, uh, speak when they're talked to. Yeah. Now, seeing them as grandparents and great-grandparents, mm, it's a whole, a whole other ball game. game, right? Like, I could have sworn when I was this <laughs> age. Absolutely. Or if they know, like, I'm mad at one of the the kids, right? And I'm like, oh, and they, I'm a brown them. Oh, well, you know, and they make all these kind of excuses. Yes, I'm talking about you, Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Jordan. Um, but yes, it didn't give us, allow us. Or, you know, I felt like they couldn't even see some of the things I was struggling with because um, they weren't open to being able to, let, let's explore that, Absolutely. right? And so... What I can say is I'm seeing <clears throat> that there was a gap, right? Because they were the parents, we were the children. Yeah. And as the generations come, the gaps are getting smaller oh. and smaller. Now, I'm not saying it's a good thing because sometimes you can't tell the difference. So there needs to be some sort of separation. There needs what to I, be healthy boundaries. It does. Yes. It does. Yes. It does. And I don't, I don't think that that's something that was encouraged. No. For I, us. Bound, what what do you mean boundaries yeah there was and that's so funny because i talked to my mom about it all the time is that she was like well we didn't have boundaries like family could just do what family wanted to do like i'm your this or i'm your that so it gives me the right yeah. to do this um but what i love um about what i've been what i've learned and this this 15 years that i've been trying to not trying i've been doing, been doing the, the the development so i could be a better parent yeah. a better wife a better mother sister all of that um is implementing those healthy boundaries, right? So there's a time when my kids are a certain age and I tell them like, we're not friends, we're, we have friendly moments, but I'm your mom, yeah. right? Yeah. So that means that you're not gonna talk to me any kind of way, you're not gonna, you, you, there's some level of respect. So that was a healthy boundary. And as they get older, Absolutely. I can't hold that same boundary to them. No, because now I, I guess my, my youngest one is 18. <laughs> as you should as you should I'm so excited but now i'm not the uh um uh, authoritative authoritative person over them i need to teach them how to think for themselves i need yeah. to teach them how so we have conversations now now can we be more friendly than we were yes because now I'm your guide. I'm like your guide. I'm your person who's guiding you through life. And so I love it when my son calls me and he's like, mom, this is what I was thinking. Da, da, da. And I listen to him. I'm like, okay, well, what, what's your thoughts on it? Before I even say what my thoughts are, right? Because I want to see, like, I want to help him develop that skill because he's a young man, right? And so it changes and I'm able to do all kinds of things, but you know, you're doing something right when your kids are all adults. And they want to be with you and they want to hang with you. And they're like, and so I'm listening to them. I'm validating them. Now they're still, even though they're older, there's still certain things that, uh-uh, I'm still mom. Um, you, that's a girlfriend conversation, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, or your guy friend conversation that's still, and they know, and even though, okay, so, um, my kids are half of my kids are of a drinking age. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, it's the weirdest, it feels so weird, but then it feels weird for me because we grew up in a very strict Christian home. Yes. It's no wine, no alcohol or anything. And me and my sisters, like we drink wine occasionally. That's not something that we struggle with, right? Mm -hmm. We can take it or leave it. Um, it's good pairing, especially as the more we learn about cuisines and different things. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So now we're, we've really gotten into that. 
Um, so now what's so funny is that um, when we explain it to our parents, when we like when they see us order, I'm like, oh, well, this is what you, you know, drink with fish. And blah, blah, blah. they're like, oh, so there it just opens their mind to be like, because it's not because let me tell you, anything could be a sin. Overeating, anything that you, I mean, Absolutely. like we're going to get real about some stuff, right? So it's sometimes it's that fear of the unknown or fear that it can go too far. But I mean, when we overeat, when I overindulge, I'm sinning because I'm doing something that's bad for my body and it can go far. I can be, you know, morbidly obese where I'm breaking down God's temple where it can't Absolutely. even uh, operate properly. So it's just all in context. So I love that you brought that up because it's seasons and it's uh, putting those healthy boundaries in place. Um, and I just went on the tangent. No, no, no it's okay. It's okay. So it's funny though that you say that because my mom, my mom, and my baby sister were really close. Okay. And so we'll be on the phone with one another and mom will start talking and me and my sister will be like, whoa, whoa, wait, we're still your daughter. Like, <laughs> like hold on, stop the conversation. That is a line, a limit we do not want to hear. We do not want to cross. Yeah. But on the flip side with developing my children, just the other day, and this was like a, a, a rev, this was a confirming moment for me. Now okay. I've been coaching for, like I said, for 12 years, mm -hmm. but my son, he had a temper tantrum, like his anger. We're trying to figure out, okay, what's going on? So he had this issue. The kids built a fort in my living room. Mm -hmm. He was mad. He tore the fort down and this was having attitude. So I sent him to his room. I said, we need to figure out how to get this anger under control. So mm -hmm. I sent him to his room. So and then I went into coaching mode, like, wait a minute, come back. <laughs> I want you to write me three steps mm -hmm. that you need to take before you allow your anger to, uh, to force you to react instead of respond, exactly. right? He went to his room. When I tell you he wrote down like one, I need to calm down. Mm -hmm. Two, I need to go find something. So he gave me these three steps. He brought me the paper back. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at the paper and I'm saying, Good job, mom. <laughs> like, you know, the things that we think our children, we may think our children aren't capable of oh. understanding, or like you said, you know, I'm the grown-up and you do what I say. No, let me let me involve you yeah, in, in this process. disciplinary process yeah. so that you can learn from it and not just feel punished by it. Well, not only that, that's a teaching moment. So you're able to give them that skill to say, instead of let me just go on into my feelings like I usually do, oh wait. <sighs> Let me calm down. Like whatever he wrote down and constantly reiterating, that's going to help him throughout his whole life, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Um, see, I just love that. It's just, it's just um, amazing when we decide to grow ourselves yes. into areas where the unknown, right? And that's what people all the time. It's uncomfortable. It, it is. is not easy. It's uncomfortable. You're going to be doing some things or I know, have you ever like learned something or have put yourself through certain people are like, why are you doing that? Da, 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 da. Of course. You know, you have to go against the grain, I would say. Yes. Right. Yes. And yes. it's like, but on the other end of it and they see the progress, they're like, but, but I think you're doing great. How do I like <laughs> I think that's what make the whole superpower so unique. Mm -hmm. It's because it allows you to go against the grain. Mm -hmm. Once you really identify who you are at your core, like yes. without being a mom, without being a professional, without being a whatever you are in your mm -hmm. life, at your core, I had to take a moment. I said, this is who I am at my core. Yeah. So regardless of my environment or how I'm working, and I think that's what makes knowing who the, what your superpower is so unique 
because when you identify who you are at your core, now I can go into different places and I'm okay with being who I am, applying what I have to offer to the space and knowing you have that. That's it. So on your, you know, you say clarity. It's a lot of people who have clarity, Mm -hmm. but the way that you bring clarity through your experiences and the people that you're supposed to help is going to be like none other. Absolutely. Right. Um, Your vision. I'm a visionary too. And, and, and we bring visions to different parts of it. Like vision is not just one thing. It's just so many parts to it. And that's one of the things I was just talking about um, is when you learn what your superpowers are and that it's unique to you and only you, then I don't have to be envious of your superpower, right? I don't have to be like covetous. I don't have to like, I wish I had her. No, I know I got my superpower. It's mine and no one else has it. Um, And it just gives you that sense of confidence. I love that you say that because it's so true. It gives you a sense of confidence that, you know, especially, okay. So we talked about what was your God given so, you know, this one episode is going to be long because <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait, we leave off. We talked about your God-given superpowers. We talked about, did I ask you about the superpowers you got through learning something? No. See, girl, we had some more questions to go. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so the second question is, what is your superpower that you have gained through learning something right whether it was in school someone taught you but this is the thing like you took that thing and then you elevate it and they're like oh wow okay I see that right so Mm -hmm. what is that superpower your learned superpower Hmm, I've never ever took the time to think through that question I will probably say teaching okay I will say teaching that is something that I learned through experience, of course, through watching, I do a lot of self-development, a lot of training. So I absorb, mm-hmm. I am the person, here's the thing, when I go to an event, mm-hmm. I ask God, I say, am I here to receive or am I here to watch, mm-hmm. right? And so he'll tell me, nope, I want you to just receive. Mm-hmm. What I have for you in the room is for you. Cool. Nope, I want you to watch. I want you to see how this is being done, what's being done, how to do this, how to do something. And that has helped me because there's been times where, because I'm, I'm a person where I'm very sensitive to the environment. And so if someone is explaining something, teaching something, I internalize it. So I had to figure out, okay, my emotions are all over the place. I need to figure out why I'm in this setting. So teaching for me has really allowed me to express on a deeper level mm-hmm. my superpowers but it has allowed me to correct it or present it should i say yeah in a in a better way so i'll say teaching okay and i like the That's way long- I, I think both of them <laughs> correct it and to teach it you know what i mean because yeah. sometimes i was telling someone else that uh we have superpowers right so i don't know if y'all marvel fans or are you marvel fan or dc yeah. okay so we love Marvel, DC, we like certain characters. But yes. so just think of <laughs> Superman, right? Mm-hmm. Superman has all this power and all this like where he can help everybody, he can do all these different things, all these different things. Well, take a little piece of kryptonite. This will stop him from doing his gifting, right? Absolutely. And that's the same thing with us, right? So we can have a gifting of teaching or 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 I mean just encouraging or whatever. And a little piece of kryptonite, think of it as you know, maybe some insecurities, maybe some disobedience, maybe like all of these different uh, criticalness of other people or um, 
you know, all these different things that can come up that could be the kryptonite that doesn't allow your superpower to level up or it doesn't allow them, it doesn't allow it to, um, to be able to grow, right, and manifest itself. And I love that you say that you ask, like, what is it that I'm supposed to be getting? Because just because you have a superpower doesn't mean that it's just going to be this great thing if you don't take the time to make sure that you feed it, that you mm-hmm. nurture it, mm-hmm. that you do all these mm-hmm. different things and say, even correct, like, hey, am I correct in this? Or am I, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So um, I love it when you say correct and teach. So, because it comes with both of them, right? Sometimes yeah. we need to prune. We're sitting out here in my garden. Um, I need to prune all the time so the new fresh flowers can emerge and so the, the the bushes and the trees can actually grow and expand even more but if I don't prune it it's gonna like it's it's gonna slowly die and get small absolutely. so that's the, the same weeds. thing with our the weeds power yeah yeah absolutely so I love that yeah yes all right so what is your superpower that you get from difficulty, going from difficult situations um, that was hard, that you went through them and you get to the other side and you're able to see the lessons and not only apply it to yourself, but teach others. Oh, wow. So I will have to say resilience. Oh, wow. Somebody just said that too. I love it. Man, and, and it's funny because so as a coach, I help other coaches identify mm-hmm. for, for the sake of the show, their superpower, right? Okay. Helping them unlock their innate behaviors, their abilities. And I had, a, I was working with a coach who went through our program as a resilience coach. And it sounds so good. And she's a resilient coach for wives. Mm-hmm. And so now that I'm, I, I heard her story and I know what I helped her through. So I never really applied it to myself. Mm-hmm. I never really considered resilience a superpower for me because I've been so conditioned to move, go, what's next, what's next? Okay, that happened, move it out of the way, go to what's next. So I never looked at it as something, a gift that I would have. I just assumed it was a part of development. It was a part of growth. It was was something that's necessary to get to the next level. So I I never considered resilience to be a superpower. So one of the things I just taught on um, was, and this it sounds crazy, not crazy, but it sounds, well, to us checkers, mm-hmm, check mm-hmm, the boxes, mm-hmm. it sounds crazy, but to celebrate all the wins. Yeah. And we don't really realize what we've been through and what we've accomplished until we start celebrating them. And I don't mean like you have to have this big bash, da, 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 but you personally, and this is something hard, very, very hard for me because I'm a check the box next check the box next right and so um when you take out the time to celebrate the little wins regardless if it's eating your favorite dessert or buying yourself like a little charm bracelet or whatever or taking yourself to the movies or going on a picnic or sitting by yourself for like out nobody talked to me for a whole half a day right whatever it is that you want to do to celebrate it's important because when you stop to celebrate it, you're able to kind of see your, you're able to see your accomplishments and it stops the burnout from being resilient. Because when you're resilient, you go, 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 have a burnout, take a day or two to recharge and then you just go, 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 right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I, um, that's one of the things that I am working on and through and uh, yeah. 
one of the things that I'm, I'm challenging myself to do better is learning, learning how to rest. Mm-hmm. And not rest as in sleeping, mm-hmm. but just to separate yourself. Because Saturday and Sunday is not, not, is not enough time to rest. No. It's not enough time for you to recharge. And because, like you just said, you have this list. Mm-hmm. So I know what my overall goal is. So anything between what I've done and what that goal looks like is like, okay, what's next? okay what's next mm-hmm. and I'm learning that that's not healthy that's it's not good it's not and it's self-care so let me tell you I when I'm a teacher I teach women how to be healthy in all these different areas physically financially mentally spiritually and um emotionally yes now spiritually I'm not um I'm I am a men like I minister to people but I'm not a minister quote unquote in a church mm-hmm, facility mm-hmm. like that. So um so that I tell people and my audience is a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. right? So I tell them to connect with somebody something higher than you because it's more it's about bigger it's bigger you. than you, Absolutely. right? And so um so but financially of course I can check that myself say, oh am I doing good financially, right? Because numbers don't lie. Uh, e- um, uh, emotionally I know when my emotions are like all over the place or when they're in check right so I can kind of get a gauge on that and my family knows and will tell me <laughs> very you know they will make sure that I know like uh-uh you need to, you know like something is not going on right so I, I have checks and balances for that um physically I have checks and balances for that right mentally I cannot tell myself if I say I can tell myself if I'm mentally okay or not then that's something wrong with that picture in itself mm-hmm. so what I decided to do is I decided to go to counseling and I get there, she's like, what are you here for? I said, well, everything is good, but I just want to make sure that everything is good, right, right? Right, right? And so when we were going through like this whole process, she was talking about like self-care. And I'm like, oh, I do self-care. I get my nails done. And so this is after I've told her what my big overall picture is, right? Because I'm a visionary like you. And so I'm like, this is my, the, the, the end all goal. And I'm working, whatever, working myself to it. So she's out. Like, oh, no, that's that's maintenance for what you do. Because yeah. you know people are gonna look at your hands and your feet. Yeah. That's maintenance. Why can't my hair maintenance? So, oh, well, you know, I. So then you started being like, wait a second. So what's self care? I said, well, I work out. Mm-hmm. And she says, ah, mm-hmm. your end goal is to be able to be healthy enough to play around with your kids and your so then kids pursuing the goal. Exactly. Yeah. Your yeah. is your grandkids and stuff being mobile and stuff. So that's still not self-care that's maintaining to get to the goal you want to get mm-hmm. to right so I'm like wait a second okay uh I'm like I hike I do enjoy that and she was like wait that's self-care you gave me one thing mm-hmm. and I was like oh man oh, okay so I ha- I have to work on things that just brings me joy um even if it's just to sit so I told her I love to read and then I said, but I, she was like, mm. and then because I have to read, I have to learn because you teach, because I teach. Yeah. Right. That's so, good. She, so she's like, it could be, well, do you read anything that's not relevant? No. Nope. And I said, well, I do you one, I have one, I have one and I read it over and over again. I love this book, but all the other book about women and stuff, that's it's, you know, no. yes. And so um, I said, I have one book. And she says, okay. And she says, did you listen to it on Audible or did you actually sit down and read the book? And I said, I, well, I did both, but I've listened to it on Audible more than I've read the book, you know, over and over again. 
And so she was like, so that's something. When you sit down and you're reading a book that has nothing to do about that you can use to edify us, just, just pure enjoyment, yeah. right? And so I'm like, okay. But man, it's hard. So, so just <laughs> sitting here listening to you, having the conversation about um, the difference between self-care and self-maintenance, mm-hmm. right? And so this is, this is me. This is how I process information I hear. And I'm like, okay, give me the connecting pieces so that it's useful for someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing the difference between self-care and self-maintenance. And as you just said, self, self-care is about edifying, exhorting self. Mm-hmm. right because we're because we're teachers because we're so committed to the development of other people like you said getting my nails done is only because i talk with my hands yeah <laughs> like that's all, all the, the time. time all the time that is the only reason why <laughs> right i get my feet done because when i go out and i have on sandals i need to look professional I need yeah. to look good, right but at the end of the day if i could just not do any of those things i wouldn't care i wouldn't care exactly. my, my husband will love me no matter what exactly okay? Um, but now with this conversation, Look, he might even love me even more. You say the money, he <laughs> might, he just might, like there might be something there. Um, but, but saying that it's just such an eye opening moment because we're so, when we're taught self-care, it's self-maintenance. It's self-maintenance. And versus that. taking the time to see how can I edify me? Yes. Just for me. And, 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 and in return though. It still serves other people because if I'm in a good space and if I'm happy and if I'm full, then you're going to get all of it. And so just think about this too. People need to know their big picture Mm -hmm. because if they can't tell you what their big picture is, they will think the same thing. The reason why my uh, counselor was able to break that down for me is because she knew what my big picture was because I was able to share with her full in detail. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if she didn't know that, and I'm like, oh, I do self care. I do this, this, and this. She could have said the nails and the hair was like maintenance, right? But the other stuff, she could have been like, oh, that is, that's good. So you have to know yourself enough. So you start at the beginning. Who am I? What are my superpowers? What do I want to? What do I feel like I'm here to accomplish in life? Right. Big picture. If you didn't have to worry about money or time, what would it be? Yeah. Right. Be free enough to just write that out. After you have that, then you can go back and do the other steps, yeah. right? Because then you can say, then you like they can you could be coaching them and they could be like, oh, well, I do this, this, and that, and you be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, because right here, <laughs> this is a part of your plan. Yeah. If they don't have a plan and they haven't given you That's a plan, good. how do you know what which one it is? You know what I mean? So just breaking that down. So. We have a visitor. <laughs> My dog thinks he needs to be out here with us. <laughs> he does. He and does. he just made himself be known. <laughs> okay. So you said, oh, let me go back to my sheet. Okay. So resilience. I absolutely love that because everybody is not resilient. Everybody will not push through. Yeah. Right. When it's time to push through. Um, and that's a huge one. And I don't care how many people you hear say that. Some people like, no, it's too uncomfortable. It's too difficult. All I don't want to face the past because you got to face the past to get to the future. Um, all of those things, everybody doesn't have it. And so what, there was a TED talk that I just listened to and everything I just, so there was a TED talk I just listened to. And she was talking about how being valedictorian in your class um, or flunking in your class or like, you know, getting scholarships or learning this or doing this or whatever, none of that has um, a barrier on you being successful. It's all about your grit. 
Absolutely. And your grit is your resilience. Because you've seen people not have high school diplomas and become multimillionaires. Exactly. Right? So, and you've seen people get 30 degrees and still wonder, <laughs> why you broke? I don't understand. <laughs> I'm confused. Exactly. But with that, it makes so much sense when it comes to the resilience part. Mm-hmm. I've had three boys, and I know that you can attest to this. Mm-hmm. I've had them, and I say three different ways, that sounds funny, but I've had the natural, I've mm-hmm. had a cesarean, I've had Pitocin. All of those experiences were hurtful and terrible, right? Listen, I don't think there is one childbirth method that is better than the no. other. <laughs> but what I will say is nothing has compared to birthing what God has given me. Oh, that, so that labor, baby, it, but, but without resilience, without being uncomfortable how you know my husband saw me in ways that I never thought he would see me having a baby right (laughs) that was uncomfortable and for a short little moment short little moment Mm -hmm. right and so being resilient yes it's going to be uncomfortable yes yes it's going to be challenging yes you're going to want to give up but when you think about what's on the other side Mm -hmm. of it and when you when you consider that it's not about me you know he's I'm, I'm being developed God is developing me and helping me become the best version of me, but he's only doing it <laughs> so that I can serve and support the people. So the people who struggle with being yes. resilient. Yes. And um, it's a process. There's never a level or a time where you say, I've arrived. I have to do nothing else. Absolutely. <laughs> what? No, it's like, you know, um, no. there is what it is, is that the, what you said, I love the, what you said of birthing, you know, your purpose that God has given you is because that's a lifelong journey. Life-long. It doesn't stop. Absolutely. So after you check this box, right? Um, after you've accomplished this goal, he's like, okay, you've been faithful. I have something else for you. Okay. You've done this. Okay. I have something else for you. Right. Um, and then sometimes, I mean, being real, we're human. Sometimes he's like, um, you need to go back and do this. <laughs> and you have to be like, oh, Okay. And then you have to backtrack to go and do something that you were not obedient to. Right. And so it's a lifelong process. Um, but there is no, I don't know, like, I mean, I love my kids to death and they helped push me into my purpose because when I was too weak to do it for myself, I was able to do it for them. And now I'm strong enough to do it for myself. But it was because what I wanted to give them allowed me to go into this pattern. And so um, that resilience is everything. So I love that superpower. And yes, it is a superpower and it's amazing. Yeah, that's good. Oh, well, thank you. You know what? We've had some interruptions. We had some things going on, but that's okay because we still got it done. And I'm super excited about that. But thank you so much for being my guest. We're uh, working on some things and... um, giving birth like we're in the uh the what pre no no the what is it called girls been so long it's been 18 years since i had my last baby <laughs> uh but we are in the process of birthing something new and we're excited about it so stay tuned for that yes, and yes. uh definitely check her out she uh is worth checking out uh she's doing some great things with developing uh women yeah just women she's doing a great thing <laughs> developing people yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> and we can't see we can't wait to see what else you have coming yes. thank so you. thank you so much
Thank you for having me. This is awesome. All right. I love it. Love these superpowers. All right. Until next time, we will see you on the other side. But uh, make sure to look deep down inside and figure out what your superpower is. Start walking in it. Bye. Bye.